Hi, everyone. We, we are, are the, the Lumbo One, One Podcast. My name is Judy Lay, and I'm one of the co-hosts with my husband, Eric Lum, my brother-in-law, Michael Lum, and I'm an actor, singer, and realtor. My name is Eric Lum. I am the husband, and I am also an actor, singer, and writer. My name is Michael Lum. I am the older brother, and I'm an optometrist, dancer, and a podcaster. And we are happy to share our journeys with you. Happy listening. talking about relationships all right so relationships is a big uh, big topic mm-hmm. we wanted to start off we kind of wanted to do it in a little bit of a progression mm-hmm. so we want to start off with our first relationships that we have as people which is with our parents and our siblings and then we can go on from there to you know friendships cousins and or you know um, friends and then relationships and then also talking about the relationship with ourselves. So yeah, so let's get started. So our first relationships we have are with our parents and, and siblings. If we, uh, you know, our second born or third born or whatever, we fall into the uh, the family. Mm-hmm. So my my uh, experience with that, I'm the first born. So my relationship, my first relationship was with my parents, with our parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember much, <laughs> you know, <laughs> at the very beginning. Uh, I don't think any of us do really, but yeah, that is that is the first taste we get of relationships within within our world. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a very important one. You know, it sh- it kind of shapes um, shapes us and and informs us of you know uh, what love is and and you know, interactions with people around us. It's a very big, uh, has a very big impact on, on who we are and how we grow up and how we interact with people mm-hmm. in our world. Yeah, yeah it's kind of interesting. Um, it kind of made me think about, like, what we were talking about the other day, um, me and Judy, about, like, it's interesting how how we grew up as kids has such a huge effect on how we live for the rest of our lives. Like how we carry ourselves, what we believe about ourselves. Cause like, um, Judy's mom came from a more wealthy family, right? In, in, um, what is it? They were, they were, yeah, they did, they did fine. Um, they had like a business mm-hmm. in the border, like the border of um, Cambodia. Uh, those areas, I mean Laos. Sorry, Laos. Mm-hmm. I gotta ask her again, but <laughs> 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 but she, you know she had to do business, so they spoke. That's why they speak so many languages. My mm. parents speak like seven languages mm-hmm. each that's crazy and yeah. 
you know, to they basically had like a, a little like convenience store like in mm-hmm. the border of like you know different um, cities, and all of them spoke different languages. Hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting because so we're we're kind of just kind of being uh, kind of curious about it and just talking about it. Like so, her so her her mom's family came from more of a, a wealthy background growing up. But of course, you know, things happened and, and you know, um, they lost everything and had to yeah. run away to different countries and stuff like that. Similar to mommy's story and, and daddy's story, too. Mm-hmm. And but daddy, our dad um, grew up in a more wealthy family, too. It, mm-hmm. They had land, landlords, yeah. landlords um, farms and all that stuff. Right. Or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure. Houses. uh businesses overseas even um but they lost it all but even though they they both um judy's mom and daddy uh lost that um wealth of in their family at a very young age that presence of who they were of like oh you know we come from wealth or something like that. You know, just you can sense it in their their character yeah, and their like personality, their, like a, their background, yeah, and their, like I, significance. Yeah, and I just found that kind of interesting. <laughs> how how just those early years has such a huge effect on who you become for the rest of your life, who who you believe you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So how did we grow up? We we kind of grew up, you know, um, just our parents came from a different country, right, mm-hmm. and emigrated to America, mm-hmm. and so you know, kind of grew up, kind of grew up in a uh, uh, struggling, not struggling, but you know, not not a wealthy family for sure. You yeah, know, we, humble we, beginnings. Yeah, humble beginnings. They mm-hmm. they had to work and you know, restaurant businesses and 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 such to mm-hmm. to make do. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 raise a family and mm-hmm. you know learn the language mm-hmm. it was tough it was tough for them yeah know? so we were, we were very lucky that we we grew up in, in in although it wasn't a wealthy environment but it was a very loving environment yeah you know they cared about us and, and took care of us really well mm-hmm. the best they could yeah right yeah yeah they were very good at surviving because they came over here from another country to the united states with nothing just mm-hmm. seriously nothing like my parents and your guys's parents like the same exact story and humble beginnings had to work two three jobs each and mm-hmm. like <laughs> like we didn't have no nannies we just like took care of each other mm-hmm. like our si- if you had your older sibling which was a blessing because you know they would take care of us mm-hmm take care of um me and my cousins when they would come into town too like my sister was the babysitter (laughs) you're the Mm -hmm. older one you babysit (laughs) yeah let them watch tv that's it (laughs) yeah don't let him eat candy (laughs) don't let him eat candy (laughs) well my my sister it's funny story my sister (laughs) didn't know how to cook right so (laughs) you know what she fed us (laughs) she fed us um we had a lot of like you know like easy like microwavable stuff you know Mm -hmm. like bagel bites (laughs) and like hot pockets and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know like just microwavable stuff Mm -hmm. and we're like one day we were like oh we want to eat something different and then she made us 
uh, a like bread, and then she put like condensed milk <laughs> and sugar on it. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> we're like, man, this is a lot of sugar. She's like, don't worry, don't worry, just eat it. <laughs> that sounds actually really good. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of those toasts now that are days in the, in the you know the the like the, the honey desserts. honey yeah, toast. The honey toast. Yeah. It's oh, kind of yeah. similar, right? It's yeah. the same thing, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with ice cream, yeah. and condensed milk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I always think back and and m- m- I guess my my s- something that I always say is like, yeah, well, we kind of grew up kind of poor, you know. Yeah. We, struggling. We, we, it was it was tough. Yeah. We didn't we never felt like we never starved or you yeah. know, like we weren't homeless or anything like that, but yeah. you know, we didn't have like nice clothes. We have all hand-me-downs. Yeah. hand-me-down clothes from our cousins and, and whatnot yeah. so you know that was that's a tough thing to to go through as a kid you know mm-hmm. being picked on because you don't have the right clothes or mm-hmm. you know you don't have nice sneakers and, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff right yeah it kind of affected us too yeah for sure yeah, yeah. and at, at some point we had to even go on food stamps and stuff you know and i remember <laughs> when we did go shopping um at walmart or something and I would want like a, a certain pair of sneakers, <laughs> they, or no, Payless. I think it was uh, Payless shoes. If I don't think they're even around anymore, but uh, mommy made me pick out like these rainbow colored shoes because <laughs> they, uh, they were probably cheaper or something. I don't know. But you're like, well, you don't like these? These are nice. And I'm like, no. But, you know, I was I was more of the conforming child. You know. Whatever they say, I just go along with it. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll so you those. bought the rainbow shoes? I bought yeah. the rainbow shoes and I started wearing them. I yeah, wore them yeah. every day, you know. I kind of liked them. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it grew on me. <laughs> yeah. I think I got some compliments on it. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, they are pretty cool. <laughs> nice. That's unique. I mean, yeah. Know, not everybody has rainbow shoes. Yeah. They're like, you know. A, a green shape on one side and then pink on the top and then yellow on, on one side like just a bunch of different you should ask if she remembers those <laughs> rainbow <laughs> shoes <laughs> I doubt it <laughs> I doubt it but yeah is it still in your garage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so <laughs> but yeah yeah growing up I think uh, we we feel more uh, I, I guess it, I think it was a good thing you know growing up humble you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for sure i guess appreciating where what our parents had gone through to to give us the the life that we get to live now yeah um, they come a long way yeah they came a long way would you guys say um your parents treated you guys equally i think so yeah for the most part. Yeah, every yeah. time Michael had to learn calculus, I had to learn it too. <laughs> <laughs> and the periodic table. And the periodic table. <laughs> and every time he, he would get disciplined, for the most part, I would I would be in the same room. I might not get hit as as much, but I was I was I felt the the punishment, I guess, the guilt, uh, just as much, because um, I was I was a part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were in a we were partners in crime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everything. We we've yeah. done some bad stuff. Not that bad. Not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> partners in crime, not by choice. We're just <laughs> by fate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
we 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 weren't necessarily good uh, uh, reinforcements on each other's uh, choices. We kind of uh, allowed <laughs> bad each influence. other. Yeah, bad influence. <laughs> we kind of was like, oh, uh, I don't know if that's not a good idea, but uh, okay, fine. <laughs> this is similar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere my sister went, I went because otherwise I wouldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd just be like home or. You know, I, I mean, I can't be home alone. <laughs> yeah. I was home alone quite a bit when I was younger. Yeah, where was I at? Was Work- that the time when I was going out and stuff and partying? You, you, you maybe go- have been going already. out or you're probably working a lot too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You started working a lot younger than I did. Yeah, I was like 15 when yeah. I started working. Yeah. Two and a half. So it so. wasn't equal. You didn't start working. To <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do feel like at, at, after a certain point, I was a lot more spoiled. I was a lot more spoiled, and I had I had a, a, a you know a, a hand in that as well. Like I wanted you to have opportunity to go to school and and you know whatnot without having to work. Mm-hmm. So I took the brunt of that, you know, of work, mm-hmm. and try to give you the opportunity to you know focus on school, mm-hmm. which I thought was helpful, but it actually you know in turn you didn't you didn't get the chance to have to work for you know mm-hmm. for like uh money or whatever so like you kind of just you know were sheltered a little bit yeah because of that yeah you know and and so that you know looking back is of course it, it's something that we wish would have changed and at least give you a little bit more exposure to like the real world and you know mm-hmm. um having to make money and, and whatnot but you know we thought we were get, we were doing you a uh, 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 a favor of by by giving you the opportunity to not just just focus on school. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really your thing, anyways, though. But you know, we thought it was we thought we were trying to do the best for you. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it, everything happens for a reason, and it all worked out. You know, um, the way it it did. But you know, I don't think it was necessarily good or bad. It just. I mean, I appreciated it, but I, di- I didn't necessarily know that was what you guys the were doing. Point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I just thought, oh, okay. I guess I don't have to go out and work yet. But um, when nobody, did you start nobody working? Nobody asked me to. Um, you started working know, th- at in college, right? Yeah, I think some of my first few jobs was in college when I when I actually started to apply to you know work in the the labs or the computer science offices and stuff like that um yep that's when i met you you had a job yeah that was when i was 20 at the computer science yeah almost 20 oh no yeah i was 20 when when we met but i don't know if i got the job before that or or around the same time it was before before we met like 1920 probably Mm -hmm. and you started at 15 (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you know uh, many years after but yeah, I mean the 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 downfall of that is that I didn't build a good work ethic from a young age, and it was very difficult. I still don't think I have that great of a work ethic, but I I do um, feel like it's a lot better now. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, especially now that we're going for things that we really you know feel passionate about and really care about. Um, but. Uh, yeah, for a long time, it was a big struggle to 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 
have a good work ethic in anything. <laughs> yeah. But that's but, all right, you know. There's that's you know you can something to improve upon, mm-hmm, right? And that's mm-hmm. you're doing that right now. That's some, that some when you find something that you're passionate about, and you know you want to put in work and uh, an effort into to building it. It takes t- a lot of effort and a lot of a lot of you know um, you say work ethic, mm-hmm. establishing that and and creating a good habit mm-hmm. and you know discipline and and all that. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, you know, everything happened for a reason, like. All the stuff I did end up doing over the years helped me, you know, every everything helped me in a certain way, you know. Working with Henda, he, he, he made me realize I, I made excuses for everything. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I don't want to hear any more excuses. Just get it done, you know. Mm-hmm. Your uncle Henda? Yeah, my, our, our uncle Henda. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it, I hated <laughs> working at the restaurant because <laughs> it was a lot of um, unnecessary stress, I feel like. Um, but in, in a way it, it helped get me in shape in, in, a, in many ways, you know, being able to just work hard without making excuses of, you know, why you can't do this, why you, you, you know, whatever, just, and like, like we talked about before having that, that, um, that quickness that. It's kind of like a shifting gears. You can shift into gears. a faster gear yeah. to get things done faster. Yeah, yeah exactly. In the restaurant business, you have to do that. You know, yeah. you have to be able yeah. to, to flip that switch and be like, "All right, now it's go time." Like mm-hmm. You have to, otherwise, you'll fall behind, and you, you know, people are gonna get mad at you and, and yeah. this and that. You're not reliable. Yeah, like you gotta switch it up and, and move at a, a quicker pace. Yeah, and it, it, I don't think I've, I've I, I experienced that in any other business except the restaurant business. Because when you have to go, you got to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe other people experience it in other, you know, whatever uh, uh, industries or, uh, you know, jobs or, or whatever. But, yeah, for, for me anyways, the only time I experienced it was uh, in the restaurants. And it, it's it's a great feeling yeah, to be able to can, do that. Yeah, when you can go and, and you can, like, take care of tasks mm-hmm. at a high level mm-hmm. and efficiently mm-hmm. and everybody's, like, you know, can rely on you and, and, you know, people work with you and they can, they appreciate that. You know, they yeah. see that and they're like, hey, you carry a hard your worker. Weight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so you, you feel like you're an essential part of the team mm-hmm. and you are when you're, when you're at that level, you know, you're, you help run the, the restaurant run smoothly. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, my first job was working with my uncle, too, at a restaurant <laughs> right next to you guys's. Yeah. I think I was, like, <laughs> 17 or something. And I remember my first day, and I've never worked a job in my life. I never, like, you know, had to do any, like, um, like hard labor or anything. And I was like, oh, I got this, you know. And um, basically, like, all the stuff you had to do, you had to, like, pick up stuff, pick up plates, pick up all the, the table um, you had to move stuff in like bins. Um, mm-hmm. You had to like organize like the utensils, all that stuff. Get drinks, whatever, on like, <laughs> on uh like a a tiled floor. So any minute now you can slip and fall. And I've seen people do that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like pretty hazardous. Mm-hmm. And I remember like everybody was just like like pissed off at me like over <laughs> everything, and I was like. <laughs> dang like and then um i couldn't find like like the forks and the spoons and stuff mm-hmm. and then um when i put the spoons away mm-hmm. like one of the ladies was like 
hey, uh, she doesn't even know like what a fork or a spoon is. Or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, God damn. And I was like, dang, this is like, this is brutal. It's and like then war, dude. It's like war. And it then, really is. and I was like, damn, this lady's rude. Like, <laughs> who hired her? Well, like, <laughs> and by the end of the day, the end of the day, my back was like hurting so bad. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't feel, I, I I couldn't feel my back mm-hmm. and I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, Oh, that, that that's normal. And I was like, that's not normal. <laughs> I was like, damn. But I think yeah. I worked there for like another two months and then mm-hmm. I quit and got another job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Restaurant business is a tough job. Yeah. yeah. Business is hard. Yeah. Long hours. A lot of like, Running, running around, you're always on your feet, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's lifting tough. heavy ass bus trays yeah. filled with dishes. Yeah, and, yeah. I was wearing like Converse's, and those are so slippery. And oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, any minute now, <laughs> my ass is gonna <laughs> fall on the floor and hit my head and crack. It's gonna crack open. Mm-hmm. I've had many slips, many, many it's slips. Scary in the restaurant business. Yeah, I've had a few. Yeah. yeah, pretty bad ones. Shit, I've been in the restaurant uh, business yeah. for like how many years? It's hard when I was 15. I got out of the restaurant business when I was, was it, 2004? No, 2008. Mm. 2008 was when I, when I stopped working in the restaurant business. Hmm. How old was I when that, in that, during that time? That's when, right about when we graduated college, right? Oh yeah, graduated yeah, to nine. Graduate mm-hmm. So I was like yeah. twenty eight, <laughs> something like that. Damn. Damn. When I stopped working in the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long yeah, time. It's a long time. I only in lasted like two months. <laughs> 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 I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a good experience, though. It is. Yeah. It I is. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, nah, dude. <laughs> it, 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 it takes a lot of getting used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's hard work. Yeah. It's really hard work for sure. Yeah. But yeah. it's enjoyable because you get to, like, your 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 coworkers, like, mm-hmm. you you know, you form really strong bonds with them. Yeah. 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 And you learn a lot from them. You yeah, know, the, for the sure. tips and tricks of how to, to get things done fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. There's a lot of good good moment good memories yeah yeah for sure so back to uh what we were talking about parents (laughs) (laughs) went off on a tangent to restaurants yeah (laughs) they made us go work (laughs) yeah that's true they're like hey talk to your uncle yeah yeah. Yeah. oh holiday there's no holiday for a chinese chinese person shit christmas you work that's where you make all the money yeah christmas is the busiest day of the year you want off you're crazy (laughs) thanksgiving you better be thankful you got a job (laughs) you know yeah yeah Mm-hmm. I had no holidays for those 50, from no. when I was 15 to 28. Yeah. I had no holidays. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. But yeah. neither did they. Yeah. Shoot. No, our parents. Our, our families. Oh, yeah, never celebrated any holidays. No. Yeah. No. Until, until COVID. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, our mom worked, what, till seven seven days a week until wow. she re- retired. Mm-hmm. Like, that was her life, man. Mm-hmm. Seven days a week. I couldn't even. I lasted six days a week. I worked six days a week for, like, Three months and I was like, "Hell no, I'm done." Yeah. I, I would have had a it. broken back. <laughs> yeah, six yeah. days a week is no joke. Seven days a week, man, I can't. I, I can't even imagine that. 
Like there's yeah. no days off. That's literally literally no days off. Yeah. And it's not even like eight hour shifts is more than that usually. Yeah. And it's when it's busy, she has to stay longer. You yeah. know, and sometimes she has to do oh, double yeah. shift. Yeah. You know, on, on the From on the, the holidays. Till night. Yeah. Man. The busiest that's days. crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm mom's a gangster. <laughs> yeah. That's hard that's, work. That's, that's fucking work hard work. ethic. That's yeah. hustle, dude. Yeah. 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 And that's the only reason why we get to live the lives we get to live. Mm-hmm. We get to sit here and talk on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and you know, we 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 got the the power of choice mm-hmm. of what we wanted to do with our lives instead of just focusing on survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have the opportunity for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So we're very grateful for her and 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 Daddy for taking taking us and giving this opportunity for us to be able mm-hmm. to live our lives and the way we want and share this podcast with everybody. Yeah. 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 I mean, kind of like we said, you know, growing up in our families, it kind of shaped us to who we are, you know, Mm -hmm. like definitely uh, in ways that we, we can't even, can't even figure out really can't pinpoint. Yeah. A lot of times we don't know what, Things have have shaped us in the past mm-hmm. that you know right. are causing you know us to be the way we are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, we have to think back. We have to you know try to try to if it's causing us negative things happening to us, you know, we have mm-hmm. to figure out why mm-hmm. and and figure out the source of those issues, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once we figure that out, then we can fix it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of times, it's, it's from way in the past. Yeah. Things that are still affecting us. Yeah. And, you know, it, sometimes it, it's great to um, acknowledge and and remember all the things to be grateful for. Um, and we don't do it enough, honestly. And I think that it's, it's where we should focus our, our, our energy in general for, for the most of our days, honestly. But right. for some reason, a lot of times we tend to focus on the negative. Because e- even how great our parents are and, and how much they've done for us and, and how good they've treated us our entire lives, it oh, we always seem to go back to negative and focus on negative. Like, we always seem to have issues, you know? Uh, and I don't, I don't know why that is. I mean, I, I kind of, I do b- based on what I think, you know, based on like what whatever I conjure is? up in my own mind, just focusing on negative crap, you know, creating yeah. stories in our own minds that create um, resentment or um, anger or... Um, I think you already said the answer, like putting, you know, gratitude in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Instead of focus, like continuously focusing on the negative, mm-hmm. it never works because yeah. it's just gonna be like that downward spiral and like the negative, like sta- the stacking mm-hmm. and the expectations and things like that. And I think you said the other day, like when you don't judge, then everything is is great because you know you can't help but just feel feel better about the person mm-hmm. uh, you can sure yeah. you can turn your 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 focus onto appreciation yeah. instead of judgment mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so that yeah. needs to come to the forefront 
Yeah, yeah. It's that's and it's true. A practice. It, it is. It, it really is. It, 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 even when you say that, I, I want to go back and talk about. Okay, all here's all the issues, of what, <laughs> what goes on in my mind, all the negative crap, right? Sure. Yeah. Because if we don't bring it up, it, it feels like you don't solve it either. We're, we don't solve it, and we're just kind of yeah. ignoring it and running away from it. So, it, it is kind of tricky. I don't know. You know, like what's the right way to go about it? Like, I think we have to appreciate. And have you know appreciation for them in the forefront for sure, mm-hmm. but then we have to acknowledge the issues that we face as well, right? Mm-hmm. And and figure out okay, how can we make this interaction with our parents, you know, productive and, and happy and engaging, to where we, we all can be, you know, can can face the issues as well, right? That mm-hmm. are facing that are are plaguing our relationship. Mm-hmm. And fix them to where we, you know, it can be. It's, it has to be working, right? It has to be a working towards something. Mm-hmm. I feel like because if if not, we just ignore it. Then mm-hmm. it, the, the 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 interaction is kind of fake too. Yeah, you know, you just it's just sur- very surface, right? Yeah. It's very like like we don't go into like I don't know. We just don't talk to them that much because yeah. we're just ignoring the issues at hand, and you know, we don't really think about being being uh, grateful. You know, yeah. we're just mm-hmm. like kind of plagued by those issues right that are in the forefront Mm -hmm. of our minds and it's tough it's tough to 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 manage Mm -hmm. the relationship because it it does those issues are there right Mm -hmm. that we we we're trying that we're dealing with Mm -hmm. we do have to be grateful for them you know Mm -hmm. but that's not always that doesn't con- it doesn't occupy our minds very often (laughs) yeah and it doesn't solve the the issues yeah yeah i think one of the the things that um help me with you know becoming so close with my parents is because I don't see them that as often as I used to anymore Mm -hmm. um and that also makes me miss them and then like when I see them it's like oh like like seeing like a a friend again and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you know they they had COVID, like both of them and my sister. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even like see them. Like mm-hmm. they were, you know, quarantined. And then I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't go over there or else, you know, I, they didn't want me to get sick too. So I was mm-hmm. like, cause I was the runner, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but I, you know, of course I wanted to do it, do it for them. Cause yeah. I mean, they're my parents. Like I want to do everything for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's, that's also another thing, like, you know, with gratitude and like, being grateful that they're here Mm -hmm. and then um another thing that i i realized from tony robbins i heard i heard uh in one of the 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 cds that you have Mm -hmm. um he was talking about his 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 kids so i believe he has like a couple of kids right like he has a few kids a few kids right i think it's from marriage not not um Okay. I think he just had. Maybe so he had like three or four kids. Own, so I'm not sure. Uh, no yeah, and mm-hmm. maybe two of his own, two with his uh, current wife, and maybe another two with another wife or something. I think or like through four, marriage, four or five from from his like previous a, like marriage. Uh, like like step kids or something. Step kids, yeah. Yeah, um, but this was very interesting, and um, I think we brought it up before. Uh, but this is what he does to. Um, make the relationship with his kids better. He actually individually goes like on like, you know, like dinner, goes to dinner, which each with each kid. 
to get to know them. Mm. And like he'll give them each like a day or like a weekend. Mm -hmm. And they really get to know you because like, you know, sometimes you, you're with family and you're like, yeah, we want to include everybody. Oh, you, you, you have to do the same thing or something like that. Right. But I think since everybody's so different, like I'm a complete, I'm like, I'm similar to my sister, but I'm like very different too. And mm-hmm. so are you two, like mm-hmm. knowing you guys, like individually, like to have those relationships with, with, you know, like one-on-one time is very important because mm-hmm. then you really get to know one another. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's a really, really um, good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. It's just um, a matter of making the time, scheduling it, and and actually doing it. <laughs> we um, have time to go out on weekends and like you yeah. know meet people up like for dinners and stuff. Why not yeah. like do something like that? You know, mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it might be a good idea. Yeah. Just like just have one on one time with you know yeah mm-hmm. each other like parents like, mm-hmm. like i mean like, i see eric eric all the time like please like <laughs> take him away from me <laughs> like i want to have time like spend time with my family too you know like and i want to like you know you know do stuff like you know with your mom too like mm-hmm. maybe i can take her somewhere or like shopping or like you know I mean? i've never done that yeah and, like, that'd be cool that'd and be then cool you guys spend a day you know what Dude, i mean like you, a guy's day you and, like, you and know your what I mean? mom and my mom should all go shopping yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah cool. exactly yeah. yeah like things like that that will that would make such a difference because yeah. you start you know having your own bond and mm-hmm. like it's just like when you your friends you know you have a sp- special bond mm-hmm. with like different people mm-hmm. really yeah. especially if you've like gone on trips with them together mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. those things like everything like all those trips we've been to together they always make you closer mm-hmm. but like the individual ones are even even greater because of course you know mine yeah. and eric's are very very strong already mm-hmm. so you know you guys can please take him <laughs> <laughs> see i i avoid doing other things because i didn't i never want to leave you alone and no, dude. I I already told you guys like you guys should take like a trip together or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I like that's I also it. what you missed out on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you didn't go to like a lot of bachelor parties or anything like that. Yeah. When I told you you can go, <laughs> like I don't, I didn't care. Well, there there are many reasons I didn't want to, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, um. Yeah, I, I, I love that idea. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's mm-hmm. let's figure out yeah. some time we can you know we can take your dad too like with our dad you know yeah. we can take our like all of us all have mm-hmm. a guy's little little you know dinner mm-hmm. or whatever and like get to know so we don't I don't really know your your parents that well yeah Judy, like mm-hmm. like every time I I'm like hanging out with them I really don't know to talk to them oh. about <laughs> yeah exactly and I feel like it's the same way with our parents you know yeah. like that's that's the thing I, I don't. I don't know if it's because we grew up and we kind of took for granted, you know, our our parents and being you know, there every being day, every there day, all, all the time. <laughs> we <yeah>. never left. <laughs> yeah. Well, I left for a little while, but you never left. Yeah. You know, it's always like it's always there. It's ever present, right? Yeah. So you don't really really feel like, like you said, you don't appreciate it as much because mm-hmm. it's, it's always been there. It's just always been a part of your life. Yeah. So you don't yeah. really know 
anything different. But quality and, time is way more significant than mm-hmm. like just there all the time and not even like like acknowledging each other and mm-hmm. stuff like that because that like hits that hits like home run way more than mm-hmm. like because like because you you can have the quality time and then like you know and then you just you know do your own thing go on vacation like mm-hmm. at least they have they have that you know they they know something happened like a a quality quality outing or something like that mm. it's it's worth way more than like not <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. not really like talking to each other yeah it's not day. about how much time we spend together but the it's very creating, the quality you know, is very important moments you know the memories yeah yeah, because we spend a lot of time with them now, like when we eat together. But mm-hmm. it's not quality time. It's just we're yeah. just eating there, like yeah. we're just sitting there eating, to, like in the it's same place, that you do. Yeah. Yeah. the same same table. But we don't have any conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, we have like we just sit there and oh, the food is good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, you know, like it's it's very like it's weird. I think it, it it's very w- generic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I was getting at. Is like we we we've taken them for granted for so long yeah that we don't we we haven't really included them in our lives yeah and we've we've become so distant that we don't really feel like we have any commonalities you yeah know? you have to get to know each other for who you are who they are who who everybody is like understanding yeah. one another mm-hmm. and and i think i i, I you know I, I take some blame on, on a lot of that too because of you know, past, you know, whatever emotional stacking. emotional stacking, resentment, and resentment, and you know, um, I even wrote a, a, a Christmas card that kind of you know hurt their feelings and and stuff like that, and you know, I just I always felt kind of distant, and I felt guilty for for not making them a priority, and you know, and then plus the the things that got on my nerves about you know how they treated me or you know how they talked to me or whatever and it just yeah just kind of created this gap uh, yeah and and, and uh, awkwardness i guess yeah and i feel it i feel the same way like with mm. with them as well you know mm. i feel like it we always have this this uh this fear that if we talk to them it's going to turn <laughs> into a lecture right? exactly because they're very they're very uh yeah, they're very like lecture, <laughs> yeah, oriented people. Like, yeah. They love to lecture. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I I told her that mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. I told mommy that the other day, and she 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 acknowledged it. She you know she accepted it. She's like, oh, okay. I don't know if she'll change, but it's <laughs> it very hard for them yeah. to like change their style of you know yeah. how they parent and stuff like that. But it it's it falls on our shoulders too to to like interject and and Mm -hmm. talk to them and you know not just let it become a lecture because Mm -hmm. we let it become a lecture because Mm -hmm. we don't answer we don't say anything we don't Mm -hmm. like ever interject we don't ever stop the conversation or you know change it up by by adding our own Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to it so we just it just ends up becoming like a fucking one-sided lecture (laughs) instead of a a conversation you know it's it's our old programming because once the lecture starts we're like okay we We shut down yeah we shut down we do absolutely, and, and then it just goes on and on and on, and then it becomes an avoidance game. Yeah, yeah. I've always been the one that always talks back, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I never liked that. It, it made me very uncomfortable, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I also admired it because you actually speak your mind, and 
and you and, and it, it makes people you you get your point across yeah you know sometimes unnecessary <laughs> i th- i think but um you know but at least um yeah yeah you, you have I'm, more, real I'm a person who just like wants to say what i feel mm-hmm. <laughs> or else it doesn't sit well with me mm-hmm. or else I, i'll probably explode <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing though you know yeah. you should always speak your mind yeah mm-hmm. i do right? mm-hmm. yeah something that we need to work on for sure yeah my yeah. sister was the opposite um that's that's most likely why she left mm. <laughs> Le- left the household mm. um she 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 was very similar to you guys like she just she just wanted to like let things go and mm-hmm. like not deal with it but then it it ate her up inside mm-hmm. so now it's like so much better because like everybody has everybody's adults now like everybody has this really good understanding and now I realize that we can we work in teams like mm. <laughs> like like I'm kind of like sometimes like I'm the fire and she's the water mm-hmm. so like if I'm like overstepping then she'd be like just you know chill and I'll be like oh yeah yeah because because she's like she's my best friend so like we we totally work like in unison mm-hmm. so we learned to do that before it was so different like yeah. we were we were, we would always look at our opposites you know, and not like our similarities, but now we're like, all right, we know how to work them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, you know, to be able to, yeah. to like create that, that special bond and, and yeah. be able to work together well, you know, Oh, we know our years. parents very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. <laughs> like how know? they, how they, how they, uh, operate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we need to figure out how to do that with our parents. You know? I know. Like, I, I, I like that about your guys' family. Like, you, you're like friends, you know? You, you kind of just chit-chat and joke around and, and, well, we, and we have had, fun. Yeah, I mean, it really, really grew when, like, my parents had COVID and my mm-hmm. sister had COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, we really, we felt like, oh, my God, like, like let's just, you know, let's move past this and, you know, you know hope for the best and... And everything, you know, and everything worked out, and we we're so grateful for that, you know. So, so every time like I see them, I'm like, like so grateful that there's, you know, they're around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we are very lucky, you know, to have all our, all our parents still here. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. We need to take advantage of that, and and because it's, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when changes. they drive me nuts, like I tell them, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. need to tell them that, you know, we need to just be more upfront and, yeah. like you said, include them in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. with, with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Share with them, like, you know, about yeah, our podcast. Yeah, that's all they want. That's yeah. all they want. Mm-hmm. About our lives, you know, what's going, going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What stresses we have, what happiness we have. Like, we don't share any of that with them, mm-hmm. right? We just, it's very superficial how we how we interact with them. Yeah. You know, like... Because we feel like if we share, we're gonna get a, a lesson lecture. or a lecture <laughs> of oh here here's here's how you got to think about it or here's what you got to do or here y- don't don't go that way do this thing or you know yeah but th- so, we, so we know that's gonna happen right <laughs> I, I mean it's eventually I mean uh, inevitable is gonna happen yeah. so we just have to be aware of that and and prepared for it and then when it does happen just interject and just be like I know mom I don't want I don't want lesson right now i just mm-hmm. want you to listen and you know and just have 
just have some conversation with me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to lecture right now. I mm-hmm. just want to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. So that then we can change that whole up whole thing up. You know. Yeah. And once we do that, we we can actually have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Two ways, <laughs> two sided mm-hmm. conversation instead of yeah. you know a lecture. You can yeah. also lecture them back too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then that goes. No. You know, Just kidding. <laughs> Give them the 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 own taste of their own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to become lectures over lectures over lectures. Yeah, I feel like we, we, we learn from that, too. I feel like we can be very lecture-oriented oh, as well. Oh, yeah. You know? Shit, I used to lecture her all the time. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, my God, I'm turning into <laughs> our parents. <laughs> and then and I was like, like we have enough parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, please, take him on vacation or take him far away. I don't do it anymore as much. It doesn't, it's not like. Now it's more like just like, like conversation. Like now, like in in our podcast, like we would literally like, you know, talk. It's, it's more like giving each other advice or like, Mm -hmm. you know, figuring things out together Mm -hmm. versus like, ah, you should do this. You should do that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Which is what's so beautiful about having a sibling (laughs) because you totally understand each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're on the same level most yeah. of the time because yeah. you Every have the same we, parents. <laughs> yeah. Every time we get in trouble, we're like, you know, kind of like the 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 two, you know, the gang or something. Yeah. You know, like we, yeah. we got to stick together or shit. You, know? <laughs> you only have each other. Yeah. <laughs> like what, There's no what, one else. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to get hit with now? <laughs> yeah. The... the the feather dusters <laughs> uh i think chopsticks from, mostly chopsticks I yeah you guys had it good yeah, yeah. it's not bad it i got hit like with tree branches <laughs> uh yeah feather dusters <laughs> yeah yeah the feather duster is painful yeah yeah, yeah i think our, our grandpa did hit, hit us with that a few times yeah, yeah. that's painful mm-hmm. it's like a, a whip Mm-hmm. You guys are lucky you met your grandfather. I never met my grandfather at all. Yeah. None of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. None of them. Not even your, any of your, you. You met your grandma. Grandfathers. Oh, you never met both a, of them. Either of never. Grandfathers. But my grandma's still here. She mm-hmm. she lives in Cambodia. She she used to live here. She used to live in um, Australia, and now she's in Cambodia, and now she wants to move back to Australia. Mm. <laughs> For the healthcare. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, our grandparents are gone already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got to meet. I got to meet both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We don't know our grandparents from our dad's side, though. We don't know anyone from our dad's side. Yeah, we don't know anybody from our dad's side of family. Any of our cousins, we have like aunts and uncles that you know they're past now, but we have mm-hmm. a lot of cousins that we don't know about. We even have a half sister we've never met. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I'm opposite. I, I never met my grandparents on my mom's side. They already passed. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma got really sick. Um, when my mom was pregnant with me, mm-hmm. so she had like a sad pregnancy, mm-hmm. and then um, like sad story. She she wanted to get on the plane to see see them, and they wouldn't let her go because mm-hmm. she was like seven months pregnant you know oh, mm-hmm. so she couldn't go and then um but my grandma like i 
like you guys' grandma, but is on my my dad's side. She's still here. Like mm-hmm. she she actually raised us for like a good chunk of our um our youth. Like mm-hmm. when we were like how old were we? Like five. Like from five years old to like maybe when I when I was five to eight, maybe like three or four years. Oh, she wow. was she lived here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, our grandparents do took care of us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, grandparents are great nannies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is that is one of uh, our, our greatest gifts growing up was uh, we had very uh, close, mm-hmm. really good families, good family values and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so we had good relationships with our our family members. Yeah, like generally all our aunts very and uncles, good, yeah. cousins. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good relationships. Mm-hmm. So we're blessed in that sense. Yeah. I feel like for me, like, they weren't always good because, of course, like, our generation, <laughs> they didn't understand it because, of course, they came from another country. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'd see how, like, different it is here and they'd be like, oh, I don't agree with this. I don't want to agree with that. So, like, for, for, for my side, it, it was, like, very strict, especially me and my sister being you know two two daughters two girls and then my cousin who usually came for the um the summertime another girl so we were like three sisters and then Mm. and then the youngest one is a boy (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so it was like we had to we had to watch you know our little cousin which Mm. is the little boy and then there's three girls we Hmm. never went anywhere (laughs) yeah but we took care of each other and we shared it's just like siblings we shared everything like we shared our like our like our problems like you know like things that we were going through and you know cuz it was hard it was hard for us to talk to our parents like growing up very mm-hmm. very hard mm-hmm. it's different now but it took a long time like after college mhm yeah, after college, like maybe the middle of college, it was it was they were really strict. Like, didn't didn't let us do anything. <laughs> yeah, and and I know like certain things that happened helped to loosen up their. Yeah, um, my sister leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, helped loosen up their uh, strictness. I guess. Yeah, it 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 like it was like a eye opener. Yeah. Yeah. But even though loosening up the strictness helped them be more like just, okay, we got to we gotta let them go a little bit. You know, we got to let them live their lives a little bit. But how did you build the friendship in the relationship from there? Because that doesn't just happen. Um, I think because when I was younger up until like middle of college like I didn't um I didn't want to like get to know my parents like Mm -hmm. I just saw them as my parents like Mm -hmm. like the lecturers and Mm -hmm. the people who told me like oh I have to do it like this like don't want me to go astray like um they always told me like a handful of things like you know oh did like make sure you eat make sure you get your education, make sure you get a job and, you know, whatever, like get married, have kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, especially when COVID, 
and when my sister left, um, those were the big, like the big major changes that mm-hmm. happened in our lives. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that made us realize like, you know, life is short. Like, do we really want to have like a relationship where it's like, you know, like difficult or like uncomfortable or, you know, or we just, and also like meeting, meeting Eric, like, you know, we like your, you guys' family is like not as strict. (laughs) (laughs) So like I started like hanging out with you guys more and like, you know, they, you know, they were able to like trust me and I also, and I also always told them what was happening in my life too. Like I never, you know, didn't, I didn't like, you know, hold off or I always told them stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's that trust and it's the, um, you know, like allowing them into your life and just like, I call them more than they call me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, cause I, I'm wondering what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, like when they, they couldn't really reach my sister and I could, I, I was like the middle person, like I was, I was kind of in in sorts like the mediator, because I always wanted like them to understand each other, like my sister's relationship with my parents, like it wasn't it wasn't good for for a period of time because she she left mm-hmm. like without really saying much, but like a letter, and she was like closed off. But then me being the way I am, like more like outspoken, like I I kind of helped helped with that too, and. And now our relationship is really good because we all talk mm-hmm. and we all like understand each other. Mm-hmm. And if if they don't understand something, then we'll tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what we need to do. Like, yeah. we just to be need to open up mm-hmm. and be that's vulnerable. That's the very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just be open to to share with them what we're going through. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah I think that's the first step because. Even like when I'm when I'm seeing my patients, right, and and like, you know, you, sh- you ask the generic, oh, how you doing, this and that, right? Like, but yeah. they don't really open up unless you open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I open up to them and I share something about my, myself with them, then mm-hmm. they they open up and they share something with you know with me, mm-hmm. and that starts a conversation going, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how you yeah. how you build the relationship. Mm-hmm. If I don't open up and it's just I'm cold, then they're gonna be cold too or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. they're not gonna feel comfortable to open up to me, and like mm-hmm. you know, just they yeah, don't know for me. Sure. Yeah. But if I've, I'm, I've come comfortable enough to like open up to them and share something about myself, like my day or whatever, then that opens up to, you know, they feel comfortable. They can share something with me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how the conversation starts and that's how the relationship starts to get built. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's what we need to do is to yeah. just yeah. be open and, and start to share ourselves with them mm-hmm. yeah, first, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just to get yeah. the conversation started, right? Just mm-hmm. to share like, yeah. hey, I went through something today or... You know, I'm I'm feeling this today, and this mm-hmm. is what happened to me today, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just like that, mm-hmm. and then go from there. It's no different from any other relationships that are really good in your life. Like, at some point, you opened up to specific, like, if like for instance, your best friend, like, you guys are f- best friends because, you know, you both know each other about, know something about one another that probably nobody else does you know and mm-hmm. you guys share that trust and it's the same thing with everybody like mm-hmm. once you know them for like who they really are then oh nothing else matters like you just and you also like 
always tell each other everything mm-hmm. when when you can. Yeah. And if 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 I could be honest, um, I feel like I'm 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 pretty good at building relationships, like with strangers or um, strangers. you know people I I, I kind of like or want to be friends with, or you know, I, I'm I'm good at connecting with people in the beginning, and even long term. In certain instances, when I feel like I, I really want to become good friends with this person or, or yeah. whatever, but because of um, I don't know, because of maybe things that has happened in the past, or you know, like um, I don't know what exactly what it is certain beliefs or like you know your relationship with yourself my relationship with myself um i I guess my current um emotional uh, acceptance or um where i feel like i stand as far as where my relationships are in life yeah. is not very good. I I live with a lot of fear and anger or resentment or, you know, um, I, I close off from a lot of yeah. relationships. And, and, and when I get a glimpse of like, oh, okay, cool, you know, cool, good friends and we can have fun or whatever, anything negative happens i instantly close off because of past incidences or you know whatever and and i I don't ever feel like i'm free to just be open and connect and and build long lasting friendships anymore like you know like real you know like like how i used to grow up with you know my uh close friends growing up and I think it's two things that that really caused that in, in my mind anyways is when I started shifting when I, I decided not to go into the medical field and I started searching for you know answers for different things and experimenting with like learning about personal development and and you know finance and real estate and investments and all that stuff and everyone kept talking crap or you know um thinking um i'm crazy or going making a mistake or you know doing things wrong and everyone kept talking negative and that kind of made me close off because it's like okay um no one supported you no one supported me except for Judy because we were kind of going through it together. And even her parents were very supportive, um, you know, which, which I really appreciated. Um, it, but everyone else, all our family, friends, everyone kind of like, you know, kind of looked at it negatively. Like, oh, you're changing, you know, like, what, 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 why are you all about money now or something, you know, like, and, and it wasn't about money. It was about, you know, 
Like personal growth. Personal yeah. growth and figuring out how to, you know. Figuring yourself out. Figuring out what's what, what's, what you're supposed to go for in life, you know, trying to figure out what, yeah. I, I, what mm. is success? Your calling. What is my calling? What what is all this stuff? Trying to learn, you know, like to better myself and and to find a different route other than what I thought was was I was supposed to go, you know. Yeah. And all of that, I feel like it was it was, I had to go through, you know. And I don't regret any of it. I I feel like it was good because I learned so many things along the way. And and maybe it it did kind of feel kind of awkward and feel kind of weird because it really wasn't who I was, you know. But uh, uh, by going through and learning all those things, I felt like I grew in in many ways. And um, you figured out what you weren't or what you didn't want, right? Exactly. At the same time. And and the lessons I learned along the way in those things, I I know are going to serve me, you know, in the long run. Um. So that that caused a lot of, um, I guess, anger or resentment or or made me feel like I had to close off from everyone in order to not get affected in a negative way. Um, like they say, you know, naysayers or whatever, you know, like yeah, um, to to control my thinking or or I don't want to say drag me down, but like you know, like. If you f- you feel like confident or 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 uh, hopeful about something, and then somebody talks you into like second guessing it or something, you know, I didn't want that to confuse me because my entire life growing up, I was like a freaking like like mommy used used a, a example of like a freaking tree swaying in the wind. One person says this thing, and I, I I oh that makes sense, and another person says this thing, oh that makes sense, and. I, I couldn't make up my mind about anything because everybody had an effect on what I believed and what I thought and what I focused on. And one and person... Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody yeah. has their own opinion <coughs> and they're always different. Mm-hmm. So That's why the, the power of believing in yourself is very important because as long as you have your own like opinion and beliefs, mm-hmm. like you stand for it and like no matter what, you know, you can't be swayed, mm-hmm. then you know you're your own person. Yeah. Instead of like, I think Angelina Jolie said this, like something along the lines of that. Like you got to stand for your beliefs or mm-hmm. else you're just going to be like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think it was tough too because you didn't really mm-hmm. know yourself either. You didn't know yeah, like you what you liked. Yeah, you were on that journey. Yeah. On that yeah, journey. So on that journey. Yeah. yeah you, didn't, you had to figure out like exactly what you wanted to do or where, how are you going to approach your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So you didn't know, yeah. like, what you believed in, honestly. So, like, yeah. that was a tough time. I know that's a tough time because yeah. Yeah. everybody was like, hey, you know, you have this opportunity in front of you to become, you know, something in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're not doing that, not taking advantage of that. And, like, so that is understandable, like, mm-hmm. you know, that it was tough on you because all of a sudden you're, just, you're shifting completely mm-hmm. from everybody's expectations of, of, you know, what you're supposed to go through. Mm-hmm. And now you're just doing all these other things that people like, you know, they don't agree with or mm-hmm. they just don't know why you're doing it. So mm-hmm. you're wasting your time. This is not you, you know, like all the all the, the their opinions, you know, of what mm-hmm. they think about mm-hmm. it. And I had to close off. Yeah. I, I had to close off in order to figure it out, figure it out yeah. for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of sucked, kind of sucks because I still feel like I, I, I'm closed off, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think that's why they say a lot of times, you know, it's a lonely journey uh, to the top or whatever. I don't know. I don't even want to say to the top, but like, you know, if you're trying to get anywhere and, and you have to, f- to create that, that individuality and that, that self-confidence and focus, you kind of have to unfortunately close off a lot of other people's opinions you know about mm-hmm. you yeah you can't let that affect you for yeah. sure because everybody's gonna have something to say yeah. everybody's yeah. gonna have their own opinion mm-hmm. their own expectations you know like yeah and when 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 you close th- them off it, it it people can sense it and and they think that you don't care about them anymore or their opinion doesn't matter to you anymore and that's not the case like i i've always still cared about everyone you know very deeply and it, it just, it, it closed off out of necessity, I feel like. And it, it just... You usually know what to do for you. Like, mm-hmm. when you feel like it's too overwhelming to, like, you know, worry about, like, what people think and all that. Of course, you know, your your result is to close, to close yourself off because mm-hmm. you, need, you need time for yourself to, like, think... Mm-hmm. and understand yourself too yeah and the older you get the more you understand yourself and your abilities and the more beliefs you will have more stronger beliefs mm-hmm. because of experience if from like learning from everybody so everything's like Everything's in your journey. Everything is your lessons, and all the experiences are 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 very um are very necessary. Mm-hmm. And you you won't be the person you are without all of those things that happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So now now I think the goal is to start to open up again. You know, little by little, it's yeah. not going to be easy, but you know, you just have to. Those opinions, you just have to like learn to not take those in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you it's have like to I respect open. your, I respect fully decline your opinion. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I respect your opinion. You know, yeah. but mm-hmm. you're always, it's it's like when people ask you for advice. Sometimes, like they're gonna ask you for your advice, but they still take their own advice. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. every perspective, every perspective is different. So mm-hmm. for you know, sure. Just gotta open up, uh, you know, parts of yourself, and not, not, you know, and not take those, those um, perspectives or their expectations, you know, to mm-hmm. heart, and just be like, okay, I, I respect how, how what you think, but that's not what I'm going for, and and this is where I'm at, this is what I'm doing now. I hope I hope that you can respect that as well, mm-hmm. you know, and then, I, but I want to have a relationship with you. I don't want to close you off completely, mm-hmm. you know, and. So moving forward, just respect my decision of what I want to do, mm-hmm. and I'll respect your opinions. But please don't push your opinions onto me, and we can just move move forward and have a relationship in spite of that, and and put that aside, you know, mm-hmm. and let's build a relationship, you know, from there. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough though. Yeah, yeah. it's tough because you know you you close off completely out of necessity, but now you mm-hmm. you want to open up a certain aspect of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it will be challenging, but little yeah. by little, you know, you, you, you can't do it right away. Just be, oh, open up the floodgates, you know, like yeah. just, just take take some time and, and 
effort to figure out like exactly how to start the that relationship again. Yeah, you know? and I, I I wouldn't say I closed off completely, but I did close off a, a lot like emotionally and intellectually. But you know, it, it's Sometimes just like you do need to. Yeah, you know, based on like situations. Um, otherwise it's also going to eat you eat you up too because mm-hmm. like you can't you can't have like all these like people with their opinions and then you're just like trying to like figure out you know what what they want from you or what mm-hmm. they want to say to you yeah but you yourself already know like you know what what you would want to do mm-hmm like coming coming so far along you know in your life you you just you just know in your like gut feeling like what's best for you yeah and 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 like if i i feel like if i open up like 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 when we're little kids you know like we're just like completely open and honest and just fun and and you care so much about everybody and you just there to to kind of connect And, and and enjoy each other's companies and just have f- let go and have fun, right? Yeah. But it, it, in that kind of open environment, everything that they say and think has a huge effect on you, right? Because you care so much about what they think of you. And I'm scared of that. You know, I'm scared of that because in the past it it kind of hurt when when. Um, all of a sudden, people who who I I cared about and and trusted and think you know always had my back, kind of didn't have your back anymore. Didn't have my back anymore, and kind of judged me or looked mm-hmm. at me different because I was doing something different, you know. And um, and yeah, it, it. But that's unfortunate. Like. But that's that's the reality, though. Sh- that's, people that's, shouldn't be like that. And but that's how it is. Yeah. People don't aren't gonna always understand what you're gonna do, what you're trying to do, or what you're trying to figure out. They don't they don't understand what what your journey you're going on. They just yeah. see, oh, this doesn't feel right to me. You know, you, you're changing. I don't like it. You know, come back. Be the 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 fun kid that you. But used to change be. is growth. Yeah. So their inability to see that change is growth is their bad. It's not. It's on them, not not on you. Yeah, I mean, it it it, I don't, it. Everybody's, you know, it's just it's just how we we deal with it, you know. But yeah, of course. But I don't think it's anybody's right or really wrong. I don't think. It, but it's just I'm scared to open up because if you do, then you're open to that effect on you emotionally. Yeah, criticism or. It just, advice or, yeah, you, you just know. care about what they think. When you care about what they think, then it has an effect on you, regardless. You know, mm-hmm. it's, and the more you care, the stronger the effect. But it's also it's always comes back to like it's better to have quality friends than to have like a bunch of friends that you know. And then it's also that like oh the the more the faker you are, the more friends you'll have. You, the bigger your circle will be. And the more real you are, the smaller that circle will be. And now, definitely, like, at our age and from our experience and things like that, like, we definitely want the the quality, mm-hmm. smaller group anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah, just be, be, be selective of who yeah. you want to open up to, you know, and and you know, know that that yeah, that people will have differing opinions and differing you know perspectives on things, yeah. and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. and you you have to be open to that because that relationship is like that. You know, it is. They're not always going to be relationships. Aren't always going to be you know, rainbow and sunshine. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going to have some times where you know you hurt each other and things are said and and you know it's painful too. Mm-hmm. But that's part of it. You know, mm-hmm. that's a part of a relationship. You you have to take the good and the bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But be selective of who you want to who you want to put that you know out there with or who you want to put up with you know that mm-hmm. kind of relationship you know those those type of things that that type of pain that you will go through that you know make sure it's worth it with that with that person right yeah so just be selective mm-hmm. of who you open up to and, and who you want to you know interact with in that way i think we should, should start with our parents you know mm-hmm. that's, that's a, i think that's the first thing that we should do both of us yeah. we need to open up and and you know include them in our lives because right now they're not included in our lives at all. Yeah, they're just they're just like present there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that kind of leads to the the second thing, you know, what you're talking about. You know, like uh, mistakes, things are said. You know, um, last couple of years, you know, a lot of crap has happened. You know, and I've personally made mistakes and have hurt people and um caused a lot of damage in uh, a lot of relationships even among family and you know all uh, all my close friends and stuff and that also created a lot of pain and fear and more reason to close off you know and it, I feel like I'm I'm in a good place now. Like I've I feel like I've grown and and you know learned oh, yeah. to understand myself a lot more. For sure. Yeah, but at the same time, it's very easy to to kind of sink into the fear of um, you know getting close to anybody because when crap hit the fan in an instant it's like everyone was gone you know and and i i i kind of caused it you know I, no i caused it in in for sure but i kind of caused the the separation as well from a lot of my close relationships cuz i i completely closed off right and i kind of um in a way, cut everyone out, I guess. But that was, the, that was honestly the only way that you knew how to cope. Yeah. Everybody is different, you know? Yeah. And everybody makes mistakes, you know? Everybody does things that they're not proud of and, you know, that that has a, an effect on people, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, absolutely. It happens. Everybody does, you know, goes through the, these type of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, going through it and and feeling the pain and and all that is it, tough. But you know, it made you stronger, right? It made it it, it helped it you does, yeah. to become a, a a better understanding of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now with that, you know, you can start building those relationships again. You know, little by little, like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but you know, 
I feel like that's the the best way to to heal as well. Is like you have to revisit some of those relationships. You know that. I don't know if I can. That's 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 kind of the thing. Like I'm worried about. For one, I don't think it's wanted. For one, and then I don't know if I want to because mm. I feel like. I'm no longer the same person, kind of, in a way, and I, I don't. I guess I'm I'm scared to go through all that, to. Of what it it would take to, kind to of rebuild rebuild yeah and it, it I'm scared to go there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could face it. You know, like. Mm-hmm. it kind of takes me to a place of, you know, a lot of shame and guilt, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go there because I don't like feeling like that. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one of the major steps is the, you know, the journey to forgiving yourself is very important because it sounds like you haven't. So, so that has to come first before anything else. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it might take longer, and that's okay. And you have to be okay with that. And you have a good support system. You 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 know know what you need to work on. So that that's that could be a good start. Mm-hmm. And then you know, time time heals, and like along the way, you you feel like you know you want to you want to do something you know you have you have help so yeah that's a really good point actually yeah. forgiving yourself is is a major thing because when i do you know I, when i made my mistakes in the past mm-hmm. like i beat myself up, up for a long time yeah you know for those mistakes and you know when you beat yourself up and you know you, you like you said you go down to that spiral of shame shame and guilt and and all that you know, like hatred of yourself, you know, that doesn't solve anything, you know, that that just doesn't take you anywhere. It, it just con- continues on the spiral of, of negativity for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to learn eventually to forgive yourself. And that takes it took me a long time. Honestly, it took me a long time to forgive myself. But mm-hmm. I realized that uh, along the along the way as, you know, I, while I was going through the depression and, and, you know, of the self, you know, like self negative self-talk. Like one day I was like, man, what, what is this doing to me or for me? Like, it's not Mm -hmm. doing anything for me. Like, I'm, am I just going to live this way forever? Like just, just hating myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and never forgiving myself. So I, I I made a decision like, you know, I, I forgive myself for that mistake. You know, I, I didn't know what I was doing or, or I, I, you know, I made the mistake, you know, I, I mm-hmm. own up to it, but it's a mistake that, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm not proud of, but I made it, you know, I, I learned from it, you know, I'm a better version of myself now, mm-hmm. I will not make the mistake again, mm-hmm. and I forgive myself for that, and I, and that's the only way to move forward, so yeah. that, you know, I can I can be free of that, that mistake, it's not, it doesn't define you, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't, and it's in, like, the long the longer you know time goes by like 
the the smaller it'll seem. So, so it's also like you know when we look back as being kids, like that's like friggin' thirty years ago. You mm-hmm. know that you know I was five <laughs> years old. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, I just disclosed my age <laughs> but like it doesn't matter but like honestly it's like you know like he said the past doesn't define you like don't mm-hmm. allow it to mm-hmm. like you have to come back a stronger come back a stronger person and you know realize like what you've done and you just you know just always strive to be better every day mm-hmm. or else you know <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, like we're human, but the goals are to get better and better, mm-hmm. not fall backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those those are two major issues when it comes to relationships that I've been kind of avoiding, like not avoiding, but like kind of, I guess, subconsciously running away from. And like they say, you know, what? What you run away from controls you. What you face doesn't control you anymore. Yeah, and exactly. I just, I just never felt like I didn't know how to face those things. I, I, I couldn't. I, I never even talked about it really to anybody. And um, now yeah. you're talking to everyone about it, which is, which is great because mm-hmm. you have to, you have to be open about it and vulnerable. So, you know, we we can we can talk to you too and like mm-hmm. we can learn from each other mm-hmm. and just releasing it you know and just talking through it you know yeah. is helpful and just you yeah. know gets gets it out you know you don't, you don't have to hold it into you know on your own and, and deal with it on your own like mm-hmm. when you share it with people with with us then you know, we can help yeah. however we can you know just even listening you know is helpful like yeah yeah, we're, we're not, not here anything. to judge. Yeah, we're, we're not, not here you, to like, like you know. We're just trying to be, be there for you and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Sure, of course. Yeah, we got you. Got <laughs> you back. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, and and, and I'm I'm grateful to have this um, podcast to be able to talk about this stuff. And, you know, uh, I, you know, it, it, it's always scary to talk about this kind of stuff because, you know, when you kind of open up about certain things, yeah, it, it can shine light and, and people might, you know, criticize or, or judge or look at you in no, a certain way. No, you're, al- you're not alone. Yeah. I don't think anybody is alone when it comes to like, you know, past mistakes and like things that are haunting them or that are bothering them still to mm-hmm. this day that has happened in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's 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 called being human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everybody goes through it, man. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Nobody has a fucking perfect no track way. record, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody does things or, or has gone through things that is haunt that haunts them, and mm-hmm. you know mistakes that you wish you could take back. But yeah, that's that's life, man. Mm-hmm. You know that's what's what yeah. it is. You just have to learn from it and and move forward and and not make those mistakes again. Mm-hmm. You know, be a better version of yourself and and really learn from them. And that's how you get past it. You know, when you learn the lesson, like all right, I'll never fucking do that again. 
because mm. look how much pain it caused me. Look how much pain it caused other people. Mm-hmm. You know, that mistake uh, is a hu- has a huge effect on 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 everything, right? So now mm-hmm. you're like, I'm never gonna fucking do that again. Like mm-hmm. I'm never gonna fucking you know make those same mistakes again. Mm-hmm. Like once you learn it, like, all right, now you can move on. You can in, like, like how, how can I get better now from this point on? You know, how can I improve in other aspects of my life? You know, and I learn other lessons I, I I need to learn, and just get better from here on out. You know, and and be able to to look yourself in the mirror, and be like I'm proud of who I am now. You mm-hmm. know, even just in spite of those mistakes I made in the past, that doesn't define you. That you know, those are things that you learned from, and and it made you a stronger and better person mm-hmm. because of those things you went through. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I do feel like in a, in in many ways it has you know like like they say you know like everything happens for a reason you know life happens for us and not to us and even all the crap that that we go through it it you know unfortunately brought created who we are and and brought us to where we are today you know like the good and the bad you know. <clears throat> and who knows what will come in in the future you know it it's always scary to open up to the public about your issues and stuff like that because you know you're open to criticism and stuff like that but it, it, the only reason i personally like cuz we could talk about this stuff in private all day long mm-hmm. but the only reason i i, I feel compelled to talk about this on in to the public and in on this podcast and stuff is because I feel like just even talking about it openly and and vulnerably it can give others permission to do the same and and might even give a little bit of insight of they're not alone or you know what what could help them in in their journey tough for you to even say it you know and Mm -hmm. you know imagine how tough it is for you know other people who Mm -hmm. feel like they're they have to close off to everyone because they're just like you know have something going on Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to how to say it how to how to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. they just just worry about yeah the criticism too but we're we're here on this podcast to not criticize, not judge one mm-hmm. another. Yeah. That's what we stand for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too many people out there are just like so judgmental and, and so quick to, to, you know, demonize somebody just because whatever, you know, and yeah. you yeah. know, the cancel culture and all that stuff. That's, you know, like we really don't have any, like, reason to judge anybody else yeah you know mm-hmm. like everybody's on their own journey everybody has their own mm-hmm. things they're going through like you don't know anything really that much about anybody mm-hmm. you know yeah. you may know a little bit about this and a little bit about that but everybody's journey is so different so unique yeah. mm-hmm. and so we haven't we haven't the right to judge anybody mm-hmm. you know i saw this quote it says it says we don't sit high enough to look down upon anybody mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah like you Literally, yeah, we, we have no right to judge anybody, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, there's not, there's not like one side of the story. There's not two sides of stories. There's many sides of a story, mm-hmm. and 
it's crazy because like like for example you're watching a movie mm-hmm. and then and then like you watch a movie in a person's perspective right for mm-hmm. the whole for the whole duration of the movie say the producer or the director mm-hmm. but then they go and make another movie and it's like the actor's perspectives you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like completely crazy mm-hmm. and being in acting when you're like the actor or when you're behind the camera completely different perspectives mm. so it's like you'll never understand a person's side of the story unless you see it in their eyes and even so you're still going to miss some things mm-hmm. yeah it's so, so it's true like you're never <laughs> never <laughs> going to know 100% yeah unless it's you unless yeah. it's yourself and so even then be kind to yourself and mm-hmm. you know learn to love yourself again learn to forgive yourself because you know you don't want to hurt yourself by means of like you know getting sick or you know what i mean like mm-hmm. these things these things like make you sick like feeling bad feeling like you know negative and you know judging you know these mm-hmm. these things cause like problems in your health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely if you're always in ne- always in a bad mood you're yeah. always like just lethargic or feeling Stress. bad, yeah, stressed <laughs> out. You're, you know, you're not gonna be productive. You know, you're not gonna have good relationships. You're not gonna have, be good at work. You know, like all that stuff. All all is connected. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, and if you can be kind to yourself, then you can be kind to others, right? Yeah. If you're not kind to yourself, you don't have the energy to be kind to others. Mm-hmm. You know, no. you don't want to be like you don't even want to talk to anybody because you don't feel like you know. You don't mm-hmm. have the, you don't have the energy or the anything to talk to anybody. Yeah. You don't want to. You know, you're just stuck in a in a bad mood and exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So okay. I think that's a good, pretty good place to end at our podcast. You know, be be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Don't judge. You know, and and in in that sense, you can you can build better relationships with people around you, better relationships with yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and that all can, it all goes outward from there. Like if you, if you turn and, and be kind to yourself and have, you know, be generous to yourself and, and, you know, love yourself, then you can turn that same energy outwards yeah. and, you know, to the relationships around you mm-hmm. and, and, you know, make those prosper. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. there are going to be times where you feel like you don't have anybody else but yourself. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? You have yourself. So. Yeah. You you have to be kind to you. Yeah. You're the only person you're going to. You're the only person that knows everything about yourself. Yeah. 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 And you had to deal with yourself your whole life. Yeah. (laughs) You're stuck with it. You're stuck with yourself. And there was a point in time where I was kind of self-reflecting and I was like, damn, man. I, I am stuck with myself forever. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I better learn to be a person that I like. Yeah. Or exactly. I got to learn to like myself. Yeah. For yep. who yeah. I am. Yeah. That and is the truth. Yeah. Be accepting of who you are now and always strive to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and be able to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm proud of who I am. Mm-hmm. And you'll, wh- you'll who reach I'm trying your to be. Yeah. fullest potential and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, if you can't be proud of who you are, who you are right now, you still have to accept your, who you are right now mm-hmm. and strive towards to be somebody that you can't be proud of, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a good thing mm-hmm. to strive f- towards something that you can be proud of, right? That's mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. 
and be try to be better every day. Try to make a little little steps towards becoming better. I yeah. actually want to end it with this Im- important message that I wrote the other day. Um, it was when I was feeling the same the same way, like mm-hmm. you know, when I was w- I have time to myself, and I wanted to like self reflect and kind of like give myself a message mm-hmm. so I can like like look back and read it. And I've never really done anything like this, so I was like, oh, this is very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, my important message to myself is, and to, to you know, everybody else that, that, you know, is listening, is we have to break the barrier of self-doubt and not believing in ourselves. We as humans have so much great power within to do well, it's been proven. We are to provide hope, to become our best selves, to focus on the greater good, to make our world a better place. For instance, if we choose to be depressed, then that will consume our power. It is like a sickness which grows inside and an excuse that keeps us from moving forward. The drive for achieving a great life needs to be so important that it's all we have to live for each day. Each and every one of our perspectives needs to be heard needs to be understood and pursued. Everyone has a story. What will we leave behind when we're gone? This is so much more to life. We can't allow that to slip away. Can't let it continue to distract us from what we really want to do. Can't allow the comfort zone to keep us stagnant. Each person can achieve enlightenment. Just choose to allow everything to happen for you, not to you. Open the doors to opportunity, close the door to drama, corruption, but open up, open it back up again when the time is right. You can find a way to help or fix the issues once you're right, once you're in the right place of mind to heal. When you heal, everyone around you starts to heal. Things will get better. It starts with you. Mm. Wow. Very good. Very nice. Thank you. Make me teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wrote that at like three in the morning or something. <laughs> uh, those are sometimes those are the times when you know things come to you. Yeah, for sure. Profound, at nighttime. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Thank, Thank you for you. sharing that with us. Of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you. Of course. All right. I and it was with perfect that, for that. Yeah, that was that was very wonderful. Wonderful, nice little uh, excerpt that you wrote. And with that, um, that is our podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> I had to include that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Until next time. Have a good night. All right.